hope you're satisfied. Huh? Where am I? You're not in a shooting gallery. Ah, oh, but sugar, this is the nicest Christmas present I've ever had. That's though it were the only Christmas present you ever had. Say, where'd you get that wristwatch? It's a Christmas present. Yeah, I gave it to you. You did? <clears throat> well, you must admit I've got pretty good taste, haven't I? You finished with this? Yes, and I know as much about the murder as they do. Oh, I'm a hero. I was shot twice in the Tribune. Well, I read where you were shot five times in the tabloids. It's not true. He didn't come anywhere near my tabloids. Ah, bullseye. Hello? Who is it? Oh, send him right up. Who's that? Mr. McCauley. The Mallory's. Oh, dear, I forgot all about them. See, aren't you hot in that? Yes, I'm stifling. But it's so pretty. The Kirby's. Is that uh, another Christmas present? Mm-hmm. Did I give it to you? Yes. I'm spoiling you. It's Christmas. Well, not yet. In 14 days? That, of course, is the Thin Man. Now, there is a Christmas moment in it, but it is not entirely about Christmas. There's a lot of movies like that. Welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. There are a lot of movies where Christmas takes place, but it's not the whole film. There was a film that I talked about recently where Christmas is in the movie, but it is not the whole film. Okay. There are many of those films. And then there are those films that take place on Christmas. Okay. Like Home Alone and Home Alone 2. I think that takes place on Christmas. I was never really into the Home Alone thing. Here we go. Here's another film that has a Christmas moment. Maybe a bonus, we'll call it. No place else get job anyhow. Ooh. Oh, it isn't 17 jewels, Zito. But I'm not sure the time is worth all that decoration these days. Thank you, Missy. So French smelling, I'll feel as alluring as Theta Barry. Holy long pants at last. Can I try them on right now, Andy Mame? Right, right now? Right now. Well, we've got a little present for you too, Mum. Ito and me. I hope you're not going to be angry for what we've done. Just what is it you have done? Well, Ito had a bit of money put by, and so did I. For any day, you might say. But we both figured it couldn't get much wetter than it is right now. And that's when Christmas is a, is a chapter in the movie. And it takes place, and it's cute, and obviously that that group of people they don't have anything and you know it's the depression and boom 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 i mean there's there's even there's even christmas in the color purple but um it's it's not the whole film okay it could have been the whole film but it's not the whole film and then there are those wonderful, well, <laughs> crazy, unrealistic, yes, I know, it's a time away from your life, uh, Hallmark uh, Christmas movies. And um, 
they're they're interesting. I've only really taken an interest in them because they do star uh <laughs> a certain gentleman. <laughs> Mr. Luke McFarlane. If you've seen Bros, you know what I'm talking about. But in the Hallmark movies, he plays straight. I wanted to talk about that rent increase and possibly pushing it a month or two. Is the business okay? We thought that they could do both. It's just the dance team is such a huge time commitment. You know, in the end, I hope the girls can still look at dance as something they'd love to do. The increases for the entire building. I can't really make exceptions for one tenant over another. I'm gonna be blunt. If you don't do something right now, the closest you'll get to playing in the NHL again. Say that out loud. I have this client who's rehabbing from a high ankle sprain. Just not going well. That's a tough injury to come back from. But you did. I know what I'm doing, and you're gonna be fine. So I guess I'm really doing this. Well, the only thing that matters is getting back to my team. What if that doesn't happen? Well, we can't even think about that. It's good to believe in yourself, but I also think you should have a backup plan. No, backup plans are for people who expect to fail. Backup plans are for people who know that even if they do everything right, sometimes things change that they can't control. You ever think about fixing this bar now? That way you won't have to worry about rent. You'll be in complete control. You saved me. You saved me. See what I mean? It's Hallmark. It's silly. Hey, if, if you like it, you like it. I don't particularly like it. There's too much sugar and saccharin for me. Um, and then, you know, there are action. A lot of action movies have their Christmas moments. Let's see. No. We could play it, but I don't want to. <laughs> oh my god, everyone has a everyone has a Christmas movie vlog. I don't think so. Homie don't play that. Um oh this is a tribute to a friend of mine whom I used to work with. And we've talked about is Die Hard a Christmas movie. It's Christmas Eve in L.A. California. Well, we'll see what Santa and Mommy can do, okay? And New York cop John McLean has come to see his wife. Instead... He's going to have to save her. Sit down. Within this skyscraper high above the city, 12 terrorists have declared war. They're about to be to the left and the real use of power. They're a brilliant Choice. What does he think he's doing? 
We've already killed one hostage. Channel is reserved for emergency calls only. He's inside. Who is he? Who are you then? You have lost the troublesome for a security guard. Sorry, wrong guess, huh? Would you like to go for double jeopardy? Yep. Does it, it? It's considered a Christmas movie. There is great riffs that are created because it's Die Hard isn't a Christmas movie. Well, it is a Christmas movie. He talks about a Christmas party. His ex-wife is there. Yeah. And then if we dial it back and we go to what Christmas is all about, we have to go back to the 60s. Let's face it. We all know that Christmas is a big commercial racket. It's run by a big Eastern syndicate, you know. Well, this is one play that's not going to be commercial. Look, Charlie Brown. What do you want? The proper mood. We need a Christmas tree. Hey, perhaps a tree. A great, big, shiny aluminum Christmas tree. That's it, Charlie Brown. You get the tree. I'll handle this crowd. Okay. I'll take Linus with me. The rest of you, practice your lines. Get the biggest aluminum tree you can find, Charlie Brown. Maybe paint it pink. Yeah, do something right for a change, Charlie Brown. Boy, are you stupid, Charlie Brown. What kind of a tree is that? You are supposed to get a good tree. Can't you even tell a good tree from a poor tree? I told you he'd goof it up. He's not the kind you can depend on to do anything right. You're hopeless, Charlie Brown. Completely hopeless. Rats! You've been dumb before, Charlie Brown, but this time you really did it. <laughs> what a treat! I guess you were right, Linus. I shouldn't have picked this little tree. Everything I do turns into a disaster. I guess I really don't know what Christmas is all about. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? Sure, Charlie Brown. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Lights, please. And there were in the same country shepherds, abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them. 
and the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were sore afraid, and the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. And it's said right from Linus. That's what Christmas is all about. What is Christmas all about? Well, it's a time for giving. It's a time for watching really funny films. Not Hallmark. (laughs) Um, It's a time to be grateful. And also, it's the end of the year. Because after Christmas, it's New Year's. (laughs) It's, yeah. For me this year, it's not really about gifts. It's about the gift that I can give myself of staying productive, staying busy. Plus, I can buy whatever, you know, I need. I mean, if I have to use the credit card. Oh, I shouldn't be telling you that. Anyway, Dr. Zeus film podcast audience. Yeah, I mean, I'm single. I don't have any children. I'm not married. So basically, the money is mine. Often I joke that that's why I'm not married, is that I don't have to share my money. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no thank you. Plus, it's not in me to do that, you know. I remember one time a friend said to me, well, if you find the right gentleman... Yeah, I don't think so. If we have to make a baby, we have to go to a lab. I don't think so. Or or hire a surrogate. And I've seen how that can get messy. No, thank you. No, thank you. <sighs> so Christmas is different for everybody. It truly is. And then, you know, somewhere in my genealogy, there is, you know, Jewish heritage uh and now if I were like my friend's son who is you know the I think the I think it has to be the mother is Jewish and then they celebrate Hanukkah um but what's funny about my friend's son I'll say this is uh my friend celebrates Christmas but his son celebrates Hanukkah and so one year I remember he told me his son saw the Christmas tree and said, Mama, don't have. And so he gave him a little Christmas tree. <laughs> Not the Charlie Brown one. That would be funny. Um, I'm thinking of him right now because it's the holidays and I haven't spoken to him in a while. And his husband's birthday is next week. Um, day before uh, Christmas Eve. So that's something special and I hope they're doing well. I always enjoyed his humor and him telling me about you know what it's like to have a son who's you know 
he'll celebrate Christmas with him, but then he goes and celebrates Hanukkah. So, yeah. <sighs> it's uh, fun, fun, fun. And then, you know, some of us celebrate Kwanzaa, and then my father and them, they celebrate Santa Reyes, which is the Three Kings holiday. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's it's different for everybody. And films capture it in such a different way or or if or it's a moment it's not surrounding the whole film uh my friend joey and i talked about this how every year they play anti-mame on tcm but it's not a christmas movie but it has a christmas theme a chapter in the movie same with the thin man it's not a christmas movie but it has a christmas i mean they have a christmas party and then later you know they have to find out who did it because it's a murder mystery comedy what a what a mouthful right there and then die hard die hard is i'll say that for my friend rochelle die hard is a christmas movie and i'm not the only one who who has said that cnn did a whole special on it ben mankowitz of turner classic movies all these um you know film connoisseurs said the same thing Die Hard wears its Christmas, Christmassy, or its Christmas um, iconography on its sleeve. It's at a Christmas party. I, you know, there's no real presents except you know it's up to John McClane to get shit done. You know, <sighs> yeah, the Twelve Days of Christmas. You know, the turtle doves and the. What's that other stuff called? The mistletoe, which is actually very poisonous. And I always find that funny that people want to kiss under mistletoe. You should just kiss all the time, okay? That's like uh, other things that I could say. But um, I am thankful that Luke McFarlane has abandoned his Christmas Hallmark movies and is finally going to go and play gay roles because he is an openly gay man and seeing him in bros i was like yeah no more hallmark for you <laughs> they even they even uh, poke fun at his hallmark past in the film and thank you billy eichner for that that's what i'm thankful for i'm thankful for art and music and film that make people think and provoke and then music that is just, I mean, like I said, I've been to, was it 17? <coughs> or was it 16? I've lost track concerts. I mean, I would count Chelsea, seeing Chelsea Handler, and, and I'd count that as a concert. It was a comedy, you know, show. It was hilarious. Um, right after that, I saw Morrissey, and then I saw Arcade Fire, and then... We're done for the year. I mean, I could go see the two members of Radiohead. They have another band in San Francisco, but I'm not going to. No, thank you. I've got things to do. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the Dr. Seuss Film Podcast. 14 days of Chris. Is it 14? No, it's 12. Sorry. Oh, shit. We're at the 12th day of Christmas. We really are. It really is a crazy thing. But tonight, before we go, 
I want to pay tribute to someone. Um, <laughs> maybe Luke McFarlane could do a remake of this. Um, yeah. A very well-known actor was born. Um, oh, geez. How old was he? 93 years ago. And, uh... <laughs> we all know him for The Sound of Music. But in 2012, he won an Academy Award for this. This is the living room. This is the dining room where people come and eat sometimes. Look, it's lonely out here, so you better learn how to talk with me. This is 2003. This is what the sun looks like. And the stars. This is the president. And this is the sun in 1955. And the stars. And the president. My parents got married in 1955. They had a child, and they stayed married for 44 years until my mother died. Six months later, my father told me he was gay. I'm gay. I remember him wearing a purple sweater when he told me this, but actually he wore a robe. I'm gay. He was gay the whole time they were married. Oliver, I just met a girl. You point, I'll drive. This one. Hello? Oliver? Yeah. They had some wonderfully loud music in the club tonight. Insect, 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 insect. What kind of music is that? Probably house music. House music. <laughs> okay. House, house music. The thing has to be revealed a mass. Well, let's not rush out and tell everyone. Sometimes I wonder. Before Anna, I had four serious relationships. I let all of them fall apart. Just be happy about it, huh? For the first time, I saw I'm really in love. And I am once again with you. People like us, half of them think things will never work out. The other half believe in magic. And each kiss and inspiration. Sex. Life, healing, nature, magic. The memory of love's refrain. This is what I'm supposed to feel like. Yeah, me too.
This is Baroness Schrader. And these are my children. How do you do? All right, go inside. Dry off, clean up. I am Detective Lieutenant Elliot, and this is Trooper Wagner. We just want to ask a few questions. We understand the night of his demise, the family had gathered to celebrate your father's 85th birthday. How was it? The party? Pre my dad's death? Oh, it was great. Pay attention. Your mom is still undocumented. And if this is your fault, she'll be found out and at best deported, and your family will be broken. But we're not going to let that happen, are we, huh? But you have to do exactly what I tell you. Will you do this, Arthur? Hmm? This last thing for me, for your family? Hello? You kind of decided to press the Sunday show. I did three minutes on the evening news. You want to see it. Where are you going? You've been banished. In lieu of being fired. I took off on Tish. I took off on corporate. They'll know they're not uh, going to see everything on Sunday night. I don't know. How does that get Wygand on the air? Do me a favor. Will you spare me? For God's sake, get in the real world. What do you think? I'm going to resign in protest to force it on the air? The answer is no. I don't plan to spend the end of my days wandering in the wilderness of national public radio. That decision I've already made. This Sunday, that, of course, is the late Christopher Plummer in The Insider. Sound of Music. Beginners. And Knives Out, which I think was his final film. Um... Phil Sagittarius, <laughs> very legendary, won the Oscar in his 80s. He was born Arthur Christopher Orme Plummer in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, December 13th, 1929. Died February 5th, 2021. He was 91 years old. Um, he received Emmys, Tonys. Was he an EGOT? Yes. Huh. Okay. He won the Academy Award for Beginners, becoming the oldest person to win an acting award. Uh, his A distinction he held until being supplement, supplanted by 83-year-old Anthony Hopkins in 2021. He also received an Oscar nomination at the age of 88 for All the Money in the World, making him the oldest person to be nominated in any acting category at the Academy Awards. So later in life, he got his flowers, and he got them while he was still alive. And I thought, hey, let's just give it to him. His daughter, of course, if you remember Pulp Fiction, played was it honey bunny where they robbed the uh was it a denny's i don't know it looked like a tennis who knows what it was and so there you have it christmas is upon us and if you can go watch some christopher Plummer films i mean you've got the sound of music you've got beginners 
You've got The Last Station where he plays Tolstoy. Oh my. Uh, you've got All the World and the, the, All the Money in the World, uh, Knives Out, which was so good. The Insider where he plays Mike Wallace and Al Pacino plays Don Hewitt of 60 Swinging Minutes. It doesn't get any better than that. Christmas is upon us. Right now, it's California cold. I'm aware some of my listeners are in New York, Canada, all over the world, and it's cold, but it's not as cold as you all are experiencing it. And one day, I'd like to go to either Sweden or Norway or Alaska and experience the cold. I won't be living in an igloo, but I'd like to experience the cold, you know. And so... Here we go. As always, unpleasant dreams. (laughs) 